What up? It's your boy, Ilwin. You are now listening to the No Tea, No Shade Show. We got a jam-packed show for you. But first, you know we had to get into the fire tunes, right? Tap in with your boy. Let's go! Me and my partners on the radio is super live. Cranking up the tunes, they gon' bang us on the east side. First I play the jam, so you turn up, Illy, get it lit. When it hit the speakers, if you twerking, boo, don't quit. Hold up to the club real slow, with the lights off. Dancing on the table, if you sweating, take your top off. Brothers at the bar, sipping, passing that Hennessy. All she want for her birthday is goose egg. How you figure? I ain't pimping, they be jocking me. I ball hard, they wanna kick it like a soccer team. Like a pose, getting cheese, they ain't stopping me. Step out fresh, haters press, cause the team. Shade show. Now let's get this thing started. What's up, and welcome to the No Tea No Shade Show. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am rich. I am that bitch today. I am Young Baby Tate, and you're listening to the No Tea No Shade program. The No Tea No Shade Show is a culturally diverse LGBTQ music show with entertainment, interviews, and informative conversations. And you know it's not no tea, no shade without the fabulous host, Aqua Bree and Jay Fats. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? How is y'all week going? My week has come to a final end for this time around. So it is wonderful. Now I can be off and enjoy my damn two days. Okay, I feel that. I'm a little jealous because you, you know, you starting early, but you know, I still got one more day. So the week's still good. It's going, but you know, I'm looking towards or towards the weekend, you know, like J Fats. I'm still a little jealous though. That's what's up. Um, my week is I am tired. Options are few. I try to pray, but where are you? Bless up! <laughs> yes, amen, amen. Out, tired and confused. But yeah. You better sing. Yes, take me to the king. And I ain't talking <laughs> about Burger King. Okay. So we can just get right into it and hop into queer excellence. And this week, we're going to give it to Rachel Levine, sworn in as the nation's first transgender four-star officer. Dr. Rachel Levine has made history again, this time as the nation's first openly transgender four-star officer. So shout out to you. Yes. Thanks. Hey. Yes. Royal Poetical Stars. A 26-year-old Black trans woman was fatally shot in Miami Gardens, Florida on October 2nd. Was a graduate of Florida Career College Vocational School. On social media, she was remembered as the life of the party. Royal Poetical Stars. Say their names. Mel Groves. A 25-year-old Black trans man was fatally shot on October 11th, 
2021 in Jackson, Mississippi. Groves was a plant soil scientist at Alcorn State University who loved agriculture and animals. Groves was also an active member of the Knights and Orchards Society, a Southern-centered grassroots startup founded and led by Black, queer, transgender, and gender nonconforming people supporting gender justice and LGBTQ visibility. Mel Groves. Say their, Say name. their name. Rest in peace to those who lost their life due to tragic violence. These stories were heartbreaking, reading up on them, and I just can't believe stuff like this is still going on, and I send my condolences to the family and friends. Definitely rest in peace, prayers, love, and just don't know what your faiths are, but definitely hope God be with y'all. And I'll definitely keep y'all in my prayers at this present time. This is definitely a sad tragedy to see happening still, but hopefully they can catch their murderers and get them justice. Now it's time for the tea room. So we're going to lighten things up like we always do. Boopity, boop, 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 boop. I said what I yes. said. I said what I said. <laughs> oh, who going to check me? Nobody, boo. Say that. Yes. So, since we were talking about trans people, um, I guess we can start with this story. Netflix employees walk out. Rally with supporters for trans community. Netflix employees walked out of the streaming services office in Los Angeles on Wednesday, protesting its support of Dave Chappelle's comedy special, which included transphobic material. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God. Only thing I'm going to say to this situation is everyone has a right to have their opinion and feel how they feel. You know, I definitely believe if you believe in something, stand for it and join the cause, you know, to help fight whatever injustice that you believe. So that's just my spin on it. And I definitely hope everything. dissolves and works itself out um i definitely agree i feel like this is a very it's a hot topic and it's very controversial to i guess really speak on um but i will say that you know everyone does have a voice And I am always for anyone using their voice to, you know, um, I guess, solidify themselves and stand up for what's right. And I do believe that change is possible, but it, it requires another narrative. And I feel like that's really what I can say about this, because it's just... It's a lot going on here. Uh, Like y'all said, this is very heavy and it's touchy because people feel strongly 
on their stance when it comes to this whole Dave Chappelle thing. And I stand with transgender people who say they are offended and they are disturbed by this. I stand with y'all. But at the same time and in the same token, I also stand with comedy. I feel like we're getting in this day day and age where everything is censored and everybody is trying to censor people when they say something that we don't agree with or we don't like. We don't have to also always agree with everyone. Sometimes comedy is going to offend us. This isn't nothing new. If you go back to Richard Pryor and um, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy says some things that offended me to my core. But at the same token, I understand that it's comedy and that's his voice and that's his opinion. And even though I might not agree with it, I just don't have to support him. I don't have to watch his content, but I don't think that he shouldn't have his voice because he says something that I don't agree with. I think there has to be um, a middle ground somewhere, but I also understand, and I'm not transgender, uh, offending a group of people that are extremely marginalized and they feel like they don't have a voice and they're standing up and, you know, slapping the table saying, not on my watch. So I get that. And but I also understand that comedy in its rawest form is going to be offensive sometimes. It's going to be mean. And if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it like I. But I, I, I get everything. I see both sides. And shout out to Flame Monroe. She did an interview with Donald Lemon on CNN, and she actually is a transgendered comedian. And I thought her perspective was very insightful and it was just a different way of looking at it. And she wasn't condemning Dave Chappelle and she wasn't against him. She was saying, let this be a teachable moment for him. Let's not just throw him away. And that's how I feel. I definitely agree a hundred percent on that. Yes. Yes. I definitely do too. Yes. We have to be fair, I feel, with everyone and give people room to grow and educate them. But also, we don't have to take shit from motherfuckers that's just being offensive to be offensive. So I get it. I get all of it. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And in that same spirit of it's a lot, let's talk about Billy Porter. He shreds Vogue for featuring Harry Styles in a dress. Billy Porter, whose red rare carpet ensembles have made him a gender-fluid fashion icon, he isn't thrilled about Vogue's cover star Harry Styles in a dress. Let me skip to what Billy said. Billy said, I changed the whole game. I personally changed the whole game. And that's not my ego. That is just a fact. I was in, I was the one doing it. And now everybody's doing it. I created the conversation about non-binary fashion. And yet Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. He also said he doesn't care. 
He's just doing it because it's the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I have to fight my entire life to get to a place where I could wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned down. All he has to do is be white and straight. Woo, Jesus. <sighs> Billy Porter definitely was had on his reading glasses. He was not having it, not on his watch. Check and may I see no lies. I feel like the truth was told and it was beautiful. And I, I have no disagreements. Yeah, like the whole situation with him, I feel like what he said was truth. Like it was genuinely truth from his opinion because no lie, before Billy, Billy Porter, the only other representation that we had out there was RuPaul. And for him to give the type of fashion that he does and to give everybody else the same strength to be able to come out and do that and you give it to a straight white white man. I'm going to be honest. I really wouldn't feel no type of way if it was a Hispanic, Indian, white, gay, queer, famous person. I don't even been okay with that. But you put this white man who's trying to get fake Prince vibe in this dress and you got a whole queer black man who is setting trends and setting the bar and the expectation of us and representation for us out there to a new standard and I, I, I just don't know like I it, I feel a, I feel him and understand where he's coming from whereas like it's a slap in the face I definitely agree. I see a cultural smudging, but what's new? Um, but I do know, because I seen he was met with some criticism on Twitter, because you know, everybody got their stands and they go hard and they start pulling up pictures of Prince and David Bowie and Freddie Mercury uh, and a, a lot of men wearing dresses. But that wasn't his point. I think Billy Porter was talking about black gay men uh, in this generation and this time doing something and starting a trend. And he definitely did that. And for you to be a fashion publication, I would think you will want to talk about the originator. I think that's a more interesting story. Something's origin. Some Somebody who's on the cusp of culture and is cutting edge and it's exciting and was a part of this phenomenal program that was revolutionary that never happened before, that's, that you've never seen. Like Pose was a cultural phenomenon and they were being recognized. And when they were seen, they was taking up space. And Billy Porter is right. He, he did do that. And but that just shows you how this world works. Everything, a cultural smudging. They like to take from the culture and put a face on it that can make you digest things when it's like, we didn't ask for that. Stop taking from the culture. To them, it's like, oh, we're making the palate more pleasable, but it's like it already had taste. You just bland it up, child. Yes. You done took all the seasoning off. Ain't no salt, no pepper. 
Nothing. But on another note, I wanted to talk about some shows and some movies and stuff like that. And ask y'all, did y'all get a chance to see them? So, starting with Queen's ABC, did y'all get a chance to see that? Hell yes. I'm sorry. I had already did the review on the song that had dropped. Um, I think it's Nasty Bitch. That shit, that whole show is going to definitely be a non-stop uh, I gotta watch, I gotta watch, I gotta feel like we're gonna begin another intense show like Empire because even what they show what's gonna be going, th- going on through, uh, through the season that shit is crazy and I'm like oh I'm ready please don't let these episodes fail me so I'm rooting for Queens and I love Brandy and I definitely love Eve so that was already gonna draw me in so Come on, girls. Let's, come on, give us a show on primetime <laughs> TV that we can watch. I agree. Um, I heard the song, but I have not seen um, the episode. So I need to catch up on that. But I definitely, def, def, def agree with you, JFAS. I feel like it's going to be a phenom. It was a phenom like um, Empire because it seems like it's a heavy here to show. It's very relatable. And I also think that it's pushing a change um, in the culture, especially for Black women right now. We have so many Black women that are, you know, artists and songwriters um, and just like coming up. So I feel like it's going to be a really, really good time and opening doors for a lot of people. So I'm excited to see it run its course and I'm hoping longevity for the show. Let me just say, Miss Brandy, you got the bars. Hold on. Listen, listen to Brandy. Okay, Brandy. She said, you bitches won't beef. I bring the cow. Move. She got bars. Yes, Brandy has bars. She knew the assignment. She executed. Yes, she did. I was, I mean, I knew Brandy could rap, but like hearing her really just express herself in that way. I love it. I love it so much. All of the ladies on the show, I feel like usually shows can be like really commercial and stuff like that and not really give you that core of the culture but that is so much filled with the culture and brandy like y'all said she knows the assignment and her her wordplay all of it is phenomenal you could tell brandy can really fucking rap 
Shout out to Eve too. I love how she like channeled her character and put it all in the in her bars. It was epic. Notori Narton. I think even her rap on the uh, Uchi Wally beat was incredible. Um, it's just I love the show so far, and I'm excited to see where it go. I'm I'm already a fan. Um, something else that came out was Halloween Kills. Did y'all get a chance to see that? No, I did not. I can't do no spoilers, Then I wanted the Kiki. Yes! Oh my god! Why haven't you seen it yet? You know, I was combing these locks out for a while, so... Um, I'm, I need to catch up on some stuff for real. So, what is is it on Netflix or it's only on Peacock or in the movie theaters? Oh, okay, okay. So I have Peacock, so I will be checking it out then. It's definitely a good movie. Um, is I'm not a big horror fan, but I I enjoyed the mu- movie. Uh. Some parts was funny as fuck to me. Uh, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it, it was a part of the movie where I was like, really? These people are very silly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I was just like, oh my God. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Okay, next week then. Okay, yeah, next week. We're going to talk next about week. it. <laughs> Have you seen Clickbait? Now I done seen that shit. Okay. Baby, listen. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, opinions? It's always the ones who be trying to not seem like they they involved. But, you know, she, I don't even, it was crazy. Like, at first I thought it was his assistant coach or whoever he was working with but then when old lady got the doing them little finger majigs and unlocking them devices a little bit too easy you know i was like i don't know nah but i think that it it was a chaotic movie i feel like it was a lot of twists and turns it was written well for you to stay invested um, but I do think that it also sparked a conversation about like social media and what people really believe and, you know, a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes and stuff like that, especially, you know, when you have people in high school and et cetera. So I don't know. It was just really, really interesting to see. And it was filled with drama. I can't even remember every the whole entire movie. So I'm 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 wanting to hear what you guys have to say about it. That shit, you know what? When I said I wanted to watch something really suspenseful, that gave me exactly what I wanted. Because like you said, it made you want to stay invested. And we don't have a lot of suspense or horror movies that are like that no more, but it was a really good series to sit there and be like, what's going to happen next? Wait, oh no, fuck. Wait, who did it? Huh? Okay, I'm confused. What the fuck is going on? But I love the fact, like, just what Aquabree said, the whole situation of drawing attention to social media, because if you have not seen it yet, spoiler alert, why 
if something tells you or you see a fucking goddamn screenshot thumbnail that says someone's going to die at 5 million views, why would you sit there and click? So that's how you know you got people in this world that are really sick. That sh- video got up to what, almost 10 million views? Why would you still continue to click it unless you wanted to watch this man die on camera? It, it, it's just crazy. And how many people are addicted to social media? It's like, take some time out of your day to go do something else besides saying, I want to see a man get killed on live. Shit, boosy paying people to uh, post a pussy on live. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to because you said on live. <laughs> Bust it for a real dick. <laughs> yeah, touch your pussy, bitch. <laughs> Why you sound just like <laughs> you do? But yes, that definitely was a great series. If you have been checked it out, I advise you to do so. Uh, yeah, and some cool music has been released and. The last week or so. I don't know if y'all got a chance to hear Summer Walker's newest hit featuring JT, um, X for a Reason. Any opinions on that one? You know what? It, when we haven't heard from you, go, go ahead. Let's hear your opinion. Hold on. That is your X for a Reason, the reason, the reason. That is the for a reason, no reason. Let X for a reason, though. Then we never stay when Um, how do I feel? I feel like the song is very chaotic. If I'm being completely honest, off the first listen, I was it wasn't what I was expecting. The beat switch up threw me off, but listening to it for the third or fourth time or fifth or sixth, I still feel the same way. Um, it's hard to really hear what she's saying. Like she's enunciating in the key of Ariana Grande, of Tony Braxton. It's kind of hard to really make out what Summer is saying. Like some of the messages is missing me, but I really enjoy Miss John Tavia's verse. I feel like she really went in her bosom and her crawl and she spit that shit out it it felt um spiritual like it touched me and that's how i really feel i feel like the song is okay it's cute i like them both but i hope summer drops another single because i really feel like this one isn't quite the tea no tea no shade (laughs) you know um i have to piggyback off that anyone who knows me i am a summer walker fan i love that over it like girls we love clear i can go on about her music i just love her voice and everything but the first listen on that song you like This a joke, right? This ain't real. Like, this a fan. But 
you really listen to it, you're like, oh, this is chaotic as fuck. Why did she change the beat up? You can't understand. She really did that mumble shit to the fullest. Like, I don't know if this is just something to put out because you in a contract, but I feel some type of way as a fan. But then after the sixth listen, I, I started to like it a little bit more. I don't know, maybe my brain processed it too fast. It was too early in the morning. I don't know, but it started to grow on me. It's it is cute. Not gonna lie, JT definitely saved that song for me. Um, I don't know, like it just left me not feeling like Summer Walker, and I feel like I'm just talking, but fuck, like Summer, why you do me like that? Like my whole hug for real. Like, now I don't know if I want to go buy this goddamn album because I'll be upset if I buy it and it don't live up to over it. Now I'm over it. Ooh, feel like it's chaotic. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's it's a lot, you know, but I don't know, maybe she's just trying to put a song out that is trying to get attention drawn to it maybe she said hey if i put jt on this people may listen and you know fuck with the album a little bit or be enticed to uh, especially since she had all her drama going on but i feel like her drama was enough to carry for people to listen to the album so i mean hopefully she has better songs. I won't, I won't say better songs. Hopefully there are more structured songs um, and more, you know, emotional felt just how over it was. I feel like that was a really, really good album. Um, maybe this just not the best song that she could have put out first, you know? So I don't know. I'm going to wait it out and see because you feel me? She went on Instagram live. I know she got at least one good song in her. So that's the one I'm going to play. Adele also dropped some new music. Um, Easy on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Adele had me in my feels. Listen, she knows the assignment. She didn't switch it up too much. She gave me classic Adele. I thought this record was phenomenal. I love how she just it's just her a piano. And then I think it's the second verse. Um, some kicks come in and it's still not heavy drum. It's like produced fantastically. It's like they know Adele perfectly and her producer and her go hand in hand and make beautiful love music. I agree. That shit was definitely a ballad. It was classic Adele, but with a little bit of on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm ready for the album. But I just, bruh, Adele cannot catch a break, okay? She about to be 30, drop 30. She been having her heart broke since she was 17, chasing pavements, bruh. Like, I just want- My fucking song. I'm saying, and I Turn just want to stop chasing, bruh. Can she please, please, 13 years, 
that's a long time. You feel me? Like she deserved for 30 to be the best 31. (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm ready to hear the album for real, for real. So yes, I did read that she wrote most of the songs for her son. So I, I want to hear how it's going to sound with her, you know, writing for her child versus writing, um, you know, for or through heartbreak. So I want to hear how that change sounds. I'm sure it's going to be very classic Adele, but if she got something I can really rock to, I will be ecstatic. Like, wow, Adele. Like, I seen you at the, what was it, where she went to in the UK and everybody was like, raving about her having her her band two knots and everything so i know she got some spice in there so i, I, I want to hear the bongos you better say the fucking bongos <laughs> <clears throat> like i'm gonna be honest i love adele like i've been rocking with adele since 19 like that album was the shit but i'm sorry 25 I fell in love. Like, I don't know what it is about this woman. I I love it. It is different than what we normally get in the industry right now. And I love that the fact we're getting all this R&B ballads and shit back. Like, because some of y'all bitches then got a nice move selling across this shit. And ain't no real bitches been up here to give y'all no run for y'all money. Like, y'all little girls, go sit down. Go let the adults play. We didn't let y'all have y'all fun time outside. It's time for us to come back, get our money, and show y'all something new, okay? Let's show y'all what y'all need to work towards. We need timeless music. We need something here. Y'all make quick bucks. Go back and have beautiful gowns. But um, I feel like in summer, even going back to summer, if Adele can sit here and put out slow ballad music, you don't have to change yourself to compete with what's going on right now. Like, this is a slow ballad, and look at this bitch. She was already number one and trended all on YouTube less than eight hours of dropping the song. So, I love you, Adele. Continue rocking, because I can't wait to hear the album, and I can't wait to come to one of your concerts. I'm ready. And you look good, by the way, too. Yes, for the weight loss and everything. Yes, both of y'all said it perfectly. And I agree with you, JFAT. Summer Walker did not have to change who she was to try to do something trendy. And Summer Walker, in her original music, when we first were introduced to her, I felt like she was a Adele-type artist with the content that she was putting out there. And I would really love if she tapped back into that girl because I feel like that girl was so powerful. Even, she's still powerful now, but that singer-songwriter side of herself is brilliant. And since we're on Adele, I just wanted to talk about 19 because I love that fucking album. Even just like the, the album cuts, like Daydreaming, Daydreamer, I think it is, and Crazy For You. I used to play those on repeat all the motherfucking time, chat. And like you said, Chasing Pavements. Should I give up or should I just keep chasing pavements even if it leaves no way? Okay. <laughs> Come on now. Right? She is a poet. 
And speaking of poets, that brings us to the next poet, Miss Sukiana. She recently, <laughs> she recently dropped a song called I Said What I Said with the video. Y'all get a chance to see it? Child, yes. Okay. Hi, mess. <laughs> the Fupa line took me out. <laughs> yes. That was a Spike Lee production. Okay, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Suki, I just love Suki. She is a hot mess and she embraces it. Oh my God. It don't care. Where's her Grammy? Okay, where, where is the Nobel Peace Prize Award? Okay. Give it up. Excuse me. Have y'all got a chance to listen to the whole album yet? There's an album? Right. Excuse me. Oh, yes. Wolf Pussy. Oh. oh. <laughs> I heard like five songs on there. Then I was like, Suki girl, I love you, but I got to go. <laughs> Baby, that song I think is on the album. And I'll even go ahead and double check myself, but I'm Suki, you got one nice track. I can definitely tell the production is not all the way there because you got one song that's produced perfectly, like perfect hit. That could have been your number one song. Real shit. Love the song All Against the Bitches is about to be rolling down the street and they little booty shorts and they bigs bumpy your shit. But Oh my God! The rest of this music, I I don't stick to being OnlyFans and just put out music here and there. I don't want to dog you because I really like you, so I'm gonna just leave my comment there. I like you, Suki. No tea, no shade. Yes, no tea, no shade. We love you, Suki. Facebook is planning on changing their name. Report says Facebook is planning to rebrand itself with the new name forced on the metaverse the verge reported on tuesday as the tech giant comes under fire from regulations around the world over its business practices do y'all have any names facebook could change their name to scammer <laughs> shut the fuck up scam book <laughs> <laughs> Fupa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that. Fupa. Because it's always over somebody's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just sitting here making it. I really cannot think of no name that they could change themselves. Um, F book. I don't know. Right, like uh, it's it's you've been Facebook this long. I can't even. Why would you try to rebrand now? You didn't told us we needed it to have an Instagram and shit. Like, come on, like what are you doing? I agree. I can't really think of anything else either. Good luck with that Facebook. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's so much mess that happened. 
Have we ran over long? Yeah, we have. Um, we could do one more story. So, young Miami had a birthday party for her two-year-old. And there was some backlash on social media where... Young Miami put out a video of her doing the splits, twerking at her daughter's birthday. Some people thought it was inappropriate and was saying it's a time and a place for everything. And yeah, social media did the social media thing and stuff like that. What y'all think? Why does it matter? Like, I'm so confused and why are people so bothered by like, we were having a conversation about this earlier and my my standpoint is the same. Certain things from the older generation, I definitely do commend. Don't get me wrong. It may not be the best practice, but you know what? A lot of what they're, we're trying to install on to the next generation definitely comes in handy. But everything else is not. It's a kid's party. Guess what? Kids' parties turn into adult parties. Once the kids go inside, the adults are still outside drinking, having fun. I don't know. I didn't see the video. So I don't know if the kids actually saw her doing all this. But if she did, guess what? I paid for this. There's adults here. We want to have fun, too. The kids over there, they ain't paying us no mind. Only people paying us no mind is the people on the fucking goddamn um, social media that's running me up and getting me paid. So. I'm about to act a little fool and have some fun. Chill the fuck out. I agree because I know at my little cousin nephew party, I was wine toasted and I was still having a blast bowling. Okay. And I won. So <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Just let people do what they're going to do. Like them kids is is having their party and they doing what they doing, you know, they not even noticing they, they having a blast of their life. And so the adults is going to do what they're going to do. I mean, yes, we're we going to watch the kids, but okay. If, if it's their song, I mean, they can have a, a good time too. Like, so I don't know. I definitely agree with JFAS saying how the older generation definitely differs in opinions. I don't, I think that they are more constrictive or they are more so don't be doing that hooping and hollering uh, anywhere, but outside type of stuff. So I just feel like, you know, just let people do what they're going to do. If, if no one is in danger, no one is being harmed. Um, what's the issue? So, yeah. I just want to do a reading from some poets of our time. Real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag hold five, six figures. Stripes on my ass so he called his pussy Tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no adding to the picture. Drop a couple racks, watch this ass get bigger. Drinking on liquor and I'm looking at your nigga. <laughs> right? He can eat it like a Snickers. I ain't got time for you fake assholes. 
talking all loud in them fake ass clothes, fake okay. ass shoes, mess that fake ass gold. I'm the realest bitch ever to you, snake ass hoes. Does that sound like a woman who wouldn't twerk at her two year old's birthday party? Y'all played yourself. Say that shit. Say that shit. That just gave me the perfect meme. Do I look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. Because I don't. That was my line child in high school. Shout out to Rakisha. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but after all of this, you know, mess and shade, child, it's time to cleanse our souls and listen to some more health. <laughs> Okay, guys, it's Awkward Bree, a.k.a. Mo2Cap, and I will be leading today's Mo Health segment. So today, I just wanted to talk about gratefulness. Gratefulness is the key to success, and it opens many doors as long as you know how to use this key. So if you are ever in situations where you are nine times out of 10 feeling defeated and you know you're probably thinking negative or feeling like nothing right is going to happen practice gratefulness in this moment like that this is where it's most beneficial because the moment that you feel like oh I need to just say whatever and just let all of my motivation, let all of my, um, you know, my faith, everything that I was holding on to, to keep my sanity and, you know, to go forward. As soon as you let yourself believe that it's not going to happen, then nine times out of 10, it's not going to happen because you, you couldn't stay grateful through it. Like, I know you probably believe like, had your pockets hit you had so many inconveniences that you didn't think that was going to happen when you had another plan but stay grateful and you know just go with the flow so I just wanted to reflect and just say a few little things about that because I know retrograde is going on and I know even communicating right now is a little bit choppy but just stay grateful and even if it's hard for you to keep that in mind listen to others and see what they're going through and just be like, wow, you know, things could always be worse. And if it's hard for you to be thankful for what you do have, then maybe give what you do have to somebody else so they could appreciate it. And then you'll be able to appreciate that too. So I'm Awkward Bree, aka Mota Cap. I just want to tell you guys to stay peaceful and spread love. And that is today's Mo Health segment. Yes, gratitude, gratitude. I am so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe. And that brings us to Tune It Up. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back with your boy, Jay Fats. This is Tune It Up. So today, probably be a little short. I really don't have too much new music. 
that I'm going over. And y'all are always more than welcome to hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. Let me know what songs y'all might want me to go over and give my opinions on. Because you definitely know I'm going to tell you 100% truth of my opinion. So um, I actually was sitting here scrolling through. And this artist by the name of Kirby just dropped her actual album and i've been giving a little listen here and there today and i i definitely will say i like hers i love the voice i love the aesthetic that she gives um it's really dope and, it, and y'all know like i said before i love r&b music so it was really dope to hear another r&b girl like who has some type of range about herself and you know, like I say here, I said, I, I always was sit here and play a little bit of something. This is one of her songs called Love Songs. I think it's her it's her intro for her actual album. But it's actually dope. But yes, definitely, that is something I'm I'm definitely about to get into my bag to and listen to a little bit more and see where it goes. Like, um, from what I've heard so far, I definitely do like. I know there's a lot of new music out there, but I'm being honest, I'm only going to really listen to what I like unless you definitely um, submit it to me. And I'll definitely give anything a one-time listen. But just as I'm thinking about it, I do want to review one song of mine that I definitely love. And it's an old school song. And I'm not going to lie, it makes me think of my mommy every time I hear it. And I kind of find myself avoiding listening to it at times, but it really makes me think of her. But Stephanie Mills' version of Home, um, it's such a beautiful song, and I love that little short woman, and she says how she feels, and I just never heard anyone sing that song the way she does that bring me to tears, and it's just something with that song that my mom experienced some things, and God rest her soul, you know, that was one of our things that we just had in common with each other, and it was just like touching to know that the music that touches her touched me too and left an impression an impression on me as well in different ways. But this is your segment today of Tune It Up. I hope y'all give these songs a listen. And I'm definitely gonna be waiting for some of y'all replies and let me know, suggest something. Y'all know where to find me. That was beautiful. Um, yes. Very beautiful. Jay so Fats. touching. So touching. Thank you. So that brings us to the assignment, and we are going to give it to Flo Millie shit. Ah, Flo Millie shit. Hey. Yay. She dressed up as New York from Flavor of Love, the scene where um, Flav dumped her and went with Delicious, and she walked off in that blue dress, the iconic blue dress, and was like, do it look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. Because I don't. 
Yes, I live, and I just come to find out, and me, I'm thinking of Halloween, wasn't really paying attention to the captions, but it's actually to promote her new single, and I just heard the snippet of it, so I'm actually interested to hear what the flow, the freestyle fully sounds like, but it's dope, it, it's dope, I love free, uh, Flo Millie, not gonna lie, I'm a fan, something about her little quirky ass be making me want like, oh, you hit and you sample my favorite song in the whole entire world, so you get all my praise. I love all the New York references when she rapped. She's the HBIC. Like, she she is funny, and I, I enjoy that, that she has fun with her music. So, shout out to Flo Millie. Yes, shout out to my birthday twin. You know, I stand for any Capricorn woman out here doing what they doing and succeeding so girl hbic energy for real for real and i'm i'm with it yes shout out to the caps so for bars in the booth um drake put out his till death do us part card on the url and i i'm just excited about it it's going to happen october 30th and i think when that happens i'll do um a review of the battles that take place but i just wanted to give a quick predictions of what i think of who's going to win on these cards so first up um i'll do from bottom to top past day versus real sick for those that don't know, Pat Stay is kind of very entertaining. He's funny. Real Sick is a traditional hip-hop MC that breaks his opponents apart. I think this should be really entertaining, but I'm going to have to go with the rookie. Let's see if I'm right. Okay, next up, we got Jazz the Rapper versus Gaddis. Now, I'm so excited about this battle, child. Jazz ain't battled in a century. No, I'm just kidding. It's been like five years. Everybody, that's one of the things that they get really mad about Jazz taking forever to battle, but she always does it for the smartest look. And what is a better look than a Drake put on card? Like, this is huge, huge for the culture. And Gaddis, she is an OG in the battle rap community. She was on a league called Grind Time. She's a pioneer in female battle rap. With that being said, though, I'm going to have to give it to Jazz the Rapper. Next up, we got T-Rex and Rum Nitty. Another OG is T-Rex. And the new cat is Rum Nitty. Just because I'm in love with Nitty's bars and everything he comes with, I'm going to give that battle to Rum Nitty. I'm saying all these could be 2-1 situations. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, New Jersey. No, not New Jersey. I'm jumping ahead. Sue Surf versus Calico. Shout out to both of them. I think they're both dope. I'm going with Sue Surf. Okay, next up, Murder Mook versus Easy to Block Captain. Mm. Murder Mook is another OG in battle rap, a a historian who have paved the way for all these battle rappers. And easy to block Captain. He is up and coming, new school, making a name for himself. But I'm going to have to go with the OG, Murder Mook. Next up, Tay Rock versus New Jersey Twerk. Now, this is one of them epic 
god tier rap type shit like both of these rappers are incredible in their own way and phenomenal and just really them dudes when it comes to battle rap so i really can't call this one i feel like it could go it can go two one either way and i'm wishing them the best and i hope they put on a classic last up is loaded lux versus Gichi gotti another one um loaded lux is an og another pioneer in battle rap um he has a classic line about um his opponent i think it was calico being a lost nigga <laughs> he was calling his daddy a lost nigga and it was iconic um Gichi Gotti if you don't know Gichi Gichi gets personal he's a crit nutty block fool and he is incredible too so it's like ah, uh, this one I don't know it can go 2-1 either way but if I had to bet money on it ugh, it's so hard to pick one the last two was just hard to pick, and I, I really don't want my predictions to be wrong. But I'm going to go on a whim here and say 2-1 either way. I ain't picking. But, yeah, I am Ilwin, and that was Bars in the Booth. Now, before we get out of here, y'all want to leave our listeners with anything? Well, it's me, your cousin from down the street. So, come check me out on Facebook, J underscore Fats. Um, also, you got me on Instagram at J underscore Fats 30. Definitely come find me, look me up. Definitely, I've been working hard on content, and I am ready to release, so I hope y'all are ready as well. I just want everything to be as on point as I can make it to be, so... Let's do this. Yep, you already know. It's your girl, Awkward Bree. Um, plug me on Instagram if you already haven't at Awkward Bree, A W K W E I R D B R I, and also the business Awkward Soul, A W K W E I R D S O L E. Um, I have been working on a lot of content, and as I said, you will be seeing it very, very soon. So thank you for waiting patiently, and I'm excited to get it out to you guys. Yes, and I want to publicly thank Awkward Bree and Jay Fats for being on the Talk To Me Nice show that comes on once a month on KFAI Fresh Air Community Radio. We just had our last episode i'm sure you can find it on soundcloud it was a lot of fun we talked about halloween spooky vibes spooky teens child and i love y'all for being a part of that and thank you so much um follow me at underscore illwin that's i double l w i n run and tell a friend and we gonna head out of here holla I can't bring myself
to do